Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, and thank you for tuning in. It is a beautiful Wednesday morning here in South Florida. How are you guys doing? How has your week been? Um, Thank you for all of your beautiful messages and posts and stuff about last week's show. Um, We're just so excited to be coming to you for our second episode, and we have an amazing topic, the three centers of unhappiness and how to understand them. Uh, My name is Stephanie, and I'm joined with my beautiful co-host. Michelle, hi, how are you? And um, we're just going to catch you guys up on a variety of different things, and um, we didn't get any questions during the week, so please, if you're listening and you have anything that you'd like to ask, we will do our best to make sure that we can answer them. If not, we'll, of course, try to find out and then bring it to you on the following show. Um, So today is Wednesday. For us um, and me personally, we've been uh, inventorying the store, which is a mission within itself, but we are blessed to be able to have an operating system that is going to allow us to do what we need to do. And so this week has been nonstop for myself. Um, I don't know about you guys, but in my household, we've also had a, a few people sick and doing everything and taking the extra vitamins and the lemon and the honey just to keep my immune system up just to make sure that I don't come down with this fall holiday cold. So I know that you have a little one in school, Michelle. Does he bring home colds? Not too often. Thank goodness. Yes, I'm lucky. Yes, I always, you know, I tell my daughter all the time, sanitize your hands, clean yourself, don't, you know, put your hands in your mouth. And it's like it's always inevitable, right, as the fall season starts, you seem to get the stiffles and stuff like that. So we are holding it down and, you know, trying to recover in our house. Um, So how was your weekend? It was pretty good. I mean, um, I did the unthinkable and I put up my Christmas tree. Oh, I already did that too. <laughs> I mean, why wait? Wait, did you put ornaments up yet? I did. Okay, we're we're little by little introducing the ornaments on a nightly basis. Well, I couldn't help myself. Well, I think that's actually fitting to tie into what our topic is today because I feel like that, like last year I was really rushed. The end of the year, and for those of us who have been following it from the astrological Chinese side, we are in the year of the um, the rooster, and so we're coming towards the end of our year, and if you've been going, going, going and pushing yourself, you definitely don't want to burn out. Um, you want to create these sacred moments for not only yourself, and whether it's a Christmas tree or a menorah, or even just family time and hanging out with your friends and taking that breath to catch up on things know that it's okay i mean you've been working all year really really hard and though it's important to finish really strong it's also important to take the time out for ourselves um so i think for me even putting the stuff up early in my house was kind of like a almost like a sigh of relief like okay cool family time's coming thanksgiving is coming things like that where we get to see the family a little bit more than normal and it's not just the everyday hustle of work and home and work and home and so I'm looking forward to it. So I put my tree up early, too. Definitely. I mean, Christmas doesn't only bring gifts and lights. It brings this feeling of, like, it's the holidays and yes. everyone's in a cheery spirit. And it's great. I love Christmas. I wish it was the whole year. Yes. I mean, not just – and and for me, it's even the holiday music and stuff like that. It has a different tone. It's just – I don't know. I'm already – my Pandora's already set to holiday tunes. So <laughs> I'm just saying, to be honest. I've been listening to it since November 1st. But um, so we have different things that, you know, this is our first show. 
actually kicking off in the sense where we're going to have our platform and stuff like that. So we are going to jump into our good story of the day. Oh, okay. So for the story of the day, we decided to use an article um, from the Good News Network, and it's titled, Park Installs Device for the Colorblind so they can enjoy dazzling fall colors. So they also provided a video if you go to their website so you can see the reactions of the people, which is really what drew me to this to share this article with you all. So it goes like this. Autumn isn't just adored by the masses because it brings pumpkin spice lattes and Halloween decorations. The season also brings dazzling colors to forests around the world, the most beautiful of which is in Tennessee. According to the National Park Service, the Great Smoky Mountain Range in Tennessee is the most visited national park in America. When October and November roll around, the mountain's ranges transform into breathtaking collages of red, orange, and yellow colors. For 13 million Americans who suffer from colorblindness, however, the scenery remains a bland shade of greenish-brown. This is why the Tennessee Department of Tourism Development installed several special viewing devices for colorblind visitors across the park. The organization published an emotional video of the colorblindness viewers in action last week, and the reactions of some of the participants are extremely moving. It's how I imagine the difference between here and heaven, said one of the visitors. I feel like now I know why people come from miles and states around just to see this. So, you know, I really like this story. It's very moving because sometimes we ignore people that don't have the same issues as, as us, that may have a rare issue in their life that they're dealing with and we cannot relate. And sometimes they may feel like they just get forgotten. And the fact that this part took the time out to address something like this and be able to give these people something to look forward to when they come visit the park and they can enjoy just like anyone else, like, that's amazing. I love that. Me too. It's a very motivational story, not just even forgetting about, you know, the dynamic, but sometimes when you take things for granted in the sense of, like, sometimes I drive down the road and I look up and I see the blue clouds in the sky and I think to myself, how beautiful what we see is. And even having our vision, we take it for granted. So it's even the small things that contribute to our humbleness and, and, and gratitude for no matter what dynamic it is that we're appreciative for what we have. That's a beautiful story. I really loved it. Me too. So this week's topic is the three centers of unhappiness. And, you know, unhappiness, when we talk about it, is not really something that people like to pinpoint. It is an uncomfortable subject. You know, people would normally think that by being unhappy – that is creating a space of negativity. And it's not, you know, when you can identify the triggers that happen when someone is unhappy or yourself is unhappy, you can then identify them and work on them. You know, imagine every lesson that you have in life. It's similar to that. It's when you figure out what your trigger is for your level of unhappiness or what creates the unhappiness, It's the lesson, and then you can work on it to then move past whatever that test, whatever that lesson is, in order to then move on to that next state. And hopefully it's elevated compared to what it was, and then that shows growth as a person. And the three different centers are, let me just get my notes out here because I wrote this in all my writing. Sometimes when you study something, and this is where we got our topic this week, was from the handbook to the higher consciousness. You know, you read it, and it sounds a little, um, 
I don't want to say foreign, because foreign, it just doesn't resonate. And so I rewrote a lot of the things in my own handwriting. And for instance, the three centers, the first center is the security center. And some of the notations that I made is, what makes you feel secure? What makes you feel insecure? Um, both your answers are probably misleading. You know, if you're honestly answering yourself, you are being um, guided partly by your ego, unless you can shut that out and go with the first instinctual answer that you had. Um, and the other part is the emotions. So in order to identify what creates a security or insecurity for yourself, you have to be able to identify the triggers of what that is. Um, the other thing is, too, the futuring of our mind. You know, we tend to, and there's a great lady, it's called the five-second rule, and I will pull her information for next week to be able to give you guys, and she talks about she's at home it's like six months, it's happened after the crash of the economy, and she was sleeping in, and her husband was taking care of her kids, and she said all of a sudden she saw this um, countdown for NASA, and it went five, four, three, two, one, and the spaceship didn't have an option. At zero, it had to jump up. It went up into the sky, and she said she at that moment realized five, four, three, two, one, and she jumped up, and she allowed herself to break a pattern of being able to hit the snooze button and sleep in and all of these things because she was so worried about the future, she was missing the present. And so our minds tend to allow us to be lazy or tend to out of to preserve energy and all of the things that our brains need to do tend to procrastinate, tend to be a little less lazy. I mean, excuse me, not less lazy, but tend to be more lazy. And it's us defining and breaking those patterns and order for us to five, four, three, two, one, and break that pattern. Um, the other thing that, that, you know, not only that we do, once again, when you're worrying about the past, which you can't change, you can only grow from, and when you worry about the future, you take yourself out of the present moment. You know, I find myself, and this is a good example, if you ever have your iPhone out and you're videotaping a moment or you're taking a picture, my instinct almost tells me, look up from the camera, Stephanie, you're going to miss the moment. And it's kind of that same feeling. Like, um, the point really of the security center, the reason that you need to know everything about it, is because you need to understand that the outside conditions of your life, they do not make you secure or insecure. They only trigger the inside programming that you already have, and that's what we're trying to talk about today you know, so that you can realize what is controlling you in the security center. Because once you let that go, it's like, what, like once you let that go, you may sleep less than six hours a day and feel energetic and refreshed versus when you, you're stressed out and worried about your security and you go home and sleep 14 hours because you're feeling down and you wake up tired. So that's the difference of when you work on the security sensor of letting go of what fears you have of being secure. Very true. I, very, very true. It hits the nail on the head. So what happens is in order to continue to, and once again, these are defined by the higher consciousness book of the three centers of what created happiness. So you need to identify the trigger and then be able to work on it. Something that I even do is create affirmations. And so an affirmation would be I find security within myself, within my independence. I find security in loving myself and having faith in myself. And maybe repeat those for yourself where you can insert the words that make you comfortable or feel right. The second center um, that they talk about inside of the book is the sensation center. And the sensation center can mean a variety of things. You know, a lot of times when we find ourselves depressed 
or sad or anxiety, we tend to want to suppress our feelings, suppress our um, suppress the emotions that are happening in that sensation. And then the same thing then you have on the opposite hand, like an adrenaline junkie who loves to jump out of a plane because that sensation of freedom and flight and everything just letting go in that exact moment and defying, defying gravity creates this adrenaline effect, which is a sensation for them as well. And then you have that in between. So also for the sensation center, it's like, We will repeatedly experience something enjoyable and then we become bored of ourselves, you know, and then we have the constant fear of loss of whatever it is that is boring us. And those are simple things that once you can be aware of them, you can work on them, you know, because you can notice these things happening in your own life. Um, As far as the the third center of unhappiness, um, that would be power. Those are associated with emotions of anger, resentment, irritation, hostility, hate, etc. You know, those are the things that you feel in the power center. And it gives you like um, a constant driving of compulsiveness. You know, um, our power threat stimulates a counterattack from others. And we're continually caught up in defending and trying to control these situations. And um, that's something else that we we should work on to avoid unhappiness because the truth is that it's impossible to control every situation and every person. You may only control yourself, and that's that's the truth. So, you know, sometimes as women we even may think like with our husbands or boyfriend or significant other or whoever it is that you love, you feel like, You can control them by doing certain things or acting a certain way, and at the end of the day, every single person is going to do what they want because of themselves. It will never be because of you. Even children. Exactly. You know, and that's the the dynamic you guide and you love and you protect and you offer all of this, but sometimes within that space, the person has to be able to grow and, and make their own decisions in order to be able to feel that inner power that comes from within. For me, I almost define mine as like a candle flame, you know, sometimes it dims, and sometimes it gets really, really bright, and it all depends on, you know, exactly how I feel at the moment. You know, it's something I say all the time. It's okay to go within yourself, and it's more than okay to go within yourself and identify and deal with whatever struggles are on the table for yourself in order for you to grow. But when you experience the symptoms that go along with it, I my I actually just used this with my sister today. We were joking about something, and then this came up. And I identify and I say this with this as well, and it's not a joking matter, but when you get on the bus of life, you can make short stops or you can make little pit stops along the way, but don't take your bu- your luggage off. You know, you're not there to vacation. Get back on the bus and get back on the road of life. And it is easier said than done, but by identifying and using the three targets or the three key centers that we just identified, um, it really gives you a dynamic to be able to identify the triggers. You know, working on the security center, working on the sensation center, working on the power center really allows you to break down. You know, something that I do is I create webs. Michelle creates webs a lot. I see her when we come up with a plan or a thought, and then we branch off. 
something makes you unhappy, put it in the middle of the circle. Branch off the things that you don't like about it. What are you going to do to create a solution? It's not about just identifying the problem. It is about creating solutions for our lives in order to be happy. You know, I think about why are we placed on this earth. It's definitely not to go to work every day and come home and pay bills and enjoy a house that you barely are in because you work so much. Not to be able to see your kids. I mean, that is not the concept to me, what resonates inside of my heart that we are here for. We are here for a greater purpose. We're here to love one another and connect with one another. There are so many things when you remove all of this tangible stuff that the life that we work for provides, and we really have all of the same necessities, all of the same things underline and connect us one way or another. And that's what we have to identify with, and we have to work on ourselves individually so we as a team, we as a unit, we as a society are strong together. Yes, and um, I just wanted to go back really quick. Um, I wanted to read this part of the book that I thought was really good. Um, It says, what do you strive for on the third level of consciousness? This is referring to the power center. Is it money as a method of wielding power rather than money as a form of security? And this is basically, you know, the point of our talk today, that it's all about your perception of things and how you view them. And no one can change your perception except yourself. And that's why we like to have this talk because perhaps, you know, even if one person is listening and they can relate and we can say the right things, to trigger a certain thought in their mind or a certain inspiration to take them a step towards the light. Like, that's really what we're here for, and that's what we want to do. Obviously, everything doesn't work for everyone, and we're not going to change the world, but, you know, it's it's one thing at a time. And if we can help one person who can relate to what we're saying or someone can reach out to us and we can find information for them and get resources for them. Like, that's what we're here for, and that's what we want to let you know. I think that's beautiful. Um, anything else you want to hit about? Oh, wait, yes, next week, we, before we go on, next week we are going to be covering the joyous centers, the two joyous centers. If you think you know what they are, tag us, and we'll let you know if you're right or not this week. But once again, next Wednesday, we are going to uh, go over the two joyous centers, what they could be and how we can improve on them, because everybody needs a little joy in their life. Um, (laughs) Anything else about centers? No. (laughs) Okay. I think we're done with the the three lower centers today. That way, next week, we're going to cover the higher centers, so it will be um, a, po- a more positive twist. First, we wanted to get get rid of the bad news. <laughs> you know what? Homework. I smell homework. I see homework. Intuition is like, homework, homework. This is something, if you guys are listening this week, and it doesn't even matter if you listen next Tuesday night prior to the show, I want you guys to create three webs. The three centers that we just spoke about, branch out, make this your homework for the week, and you can even share it with us or you can private message us if you don't want to put it out on one of the posts or anything like that. But you have homework this week. So I don't know how often you get spiritual homework, but if you are listening, this is something that we want you to do. Um, And that we'll be doing as well. Yes. I'm I'm excited to start this week. Each week I think is going to be amazing because it's different things that we could do to grow. Um, and then you can pass it along because everybody needs to grow. Yes, yeah, so and not only that, but we're not just going to tell you things that don't work for us. These are things that work for us or things that we're trying out new and we'll let you know how it goes for us so we can try it together. So, yes, I agree. 
Um, something else that I get requested a lot for is positive quotes, and so we pulled a beautiful one this morning, and you can always share with us, or if you have special quotes that you would like us to um, put out on the podcast, please always feel free to drop them to us. Um, the positive thinker sees the invisible, feels the intangible, and achieves the impossible. Um, I'm going to repeat that just because it is so strong. The positive thinker sees the invisible, feels the intangible, and achieves the impossible. Winston Churchill. So throughout your day, throughout your week, it can become hectic. We're heading into the holiday season. Um, Work is going to be hectic. The roads may be hectic. But take a deep breath. Allow yourself to be centered. Um, You know, even if you're in a busy store somewhere, just put your hand over your heart for a moment and allow yourself to resonate with the vibration of your heart space. And allow yourself to be centered this season and allow yourself to come out stronger at the end of the year and embrace the new year with the positive changes. Something that we were speaking about last week, Michelle and I, is you don't have to wait for the new year to make a positive change. Exactly. You don't have to wait for the new year to put out a goal. It's true. I mean, why wait? Just like just like with the Christmas tree, why wait? <laughs> you know, if that's that honestly, I thought about it so much because I didn't want people judging me. Like my windows are really huge and open, so like all my neighbors know <laughs> what time it is. Oh my god, my that's so funny. <laughs> so I was kinda skeptical about it and I'm just like, you know, people are gonna think I'm cray cray. <laughs> Okay, first off, and and I'm glad that she said that you should not worry, and I'm glad that you did not worry about what others are going to think of you. Well, it still made me stop and think. But you still put it up. (laughs) I did. (laughs) So, I mean, and that's the point of life. You know, I posted a video, and I'll post it on the Crystal Visions Facebook. I believe her name is Lauren, but it's spelled like L-O-R-E-N, and she's in this choir, and the music is starting, and everybody is standing straight like a soldier, and she's on the corner breaking it down. And I reposted the video, and I said, be a Lauren. You know, in this world, don't allow others to define you. A personal thing that I apply to my life is I am not going to allow someone else to dictate how I'm going to live my life. And so you have to stand in your truth space. You have to be loving. You have to be kind. You have to be caring. There are moments when, guess what, we all swear. We all say the S-H-I-T word, and we all, you know, in some retrospect, that doesn't make you a bad person. That doesn't make you somebody who is not striving towards higher consciousness and spiritualness. Like I said, we all have ups and downs, and we cannot beat ourselves up about it. We have to be able to move forward, move in the direction of the flow of what's presented in front of us. And whenever you find something that is not good in your life, or let's say you want to start exercising or start a diet, or you want to let somebody go, don't wait till next month, till Monday. You want to sign up for school, oh, I'll wait till the next semester. No, go now. Yes. Go talk to people at the school, find out what's going on, what do you need, prepare yourself. Like, those little things sound difficult to do when you're not doing it, but after you're done, it's such a reward to feel relieved that you did something for yourself, something good, something that's going towards whatever it is that you want to go for. There was a study from a, a large university that said that if you do something good, And that, for instance, is self-accomplishment. But if you do something good or kind for somebody, the reward that you get based on the chemical reaction in your brain far surpasses, and it's contagious. Not only do you want to do it again and again and again, you pass it along. And so I think that in itself proves and resonates 
that good action, kindness, humbleness, gratitude, all of those things work together, resonate together, and create a vibration together. And that's the space we all want to maintain. So we are winding down the end of our show. I know it went quick. We will uh, be coming to you live next Wednesday. If you want to submit questions or stories or anything like that, please do so um, at any of our social media. You can find us at Crystal Vision LTC. Um, And I just love each and every one of you, and I want you guys to have a beautiful week. And a lot of love and light. And a lot of love and light. All right, you guys, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you and speak to you next week.